Yes, another week goes by. We are back at it answering your home improvement questions. Good morning to you, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Denny. How's your morning going? Well, so far, so good. But you know, like they say, <laughs> the day is young. Anything can happen. There, <laughs> yes, there's indeed. an attitude. Huh? Uh, uh-huh. How was your week? How was the week at the Lindis Construction? You know, it, it was a good week. A little colder than we have had, uh, but, you know, a little bit of rain, but not nothing that was a complete washout. So we were able to get a lot done, and we're working our way through it, hoping uh, that the fall steel uh, keeps stays around a little bit longer. We want winter to stay off as far as we possibly can, Denny. But having said that, we all have those brand-new Milwaukee heated vests, so we should be good to go. I gotta get me one of those. <laughs> just, just to wear around the house. Sometimes it gets a little chilly. Uh, uh, I had mine out uh, in the yard yesterday, and uh, I had the I had it on so long that the battery died. So that's that's just how much I've been using mine. I think it's going to be my new uh, my new go to for cold weather for sure. That does extend the uh, the ability to work outside for sure. That's that's. You know, I remember you mentioning that. Uh, before. Again, let me uh, give the phone number and the text number. It is the same number if you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy. By all means, call it in or text it in. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Uh, a text, in fact, it just came in here. Let's grab this before we get behind. How can you install a bathroom fan in the second floor of a one-and-a-half-story home? The ceiling to roof space is problematic. Is there a different style to consider? I bet you've run across that problem before. Um, I would want to know why the ceiling to roof space is problematic uh, in the second story of a home. Um, you're going to have to know where you're cutting through and how you're getting through there, but typically it's pretty rare that we get into a bathroom to anywhere we can install one of those fans. Um there's 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 going to be some way to vent it, whether that goes out the side of your house or up through the roof. Um, but it, uh, you would I would I would on a typical one and a half story home, the second floor, it should be pretty easy to go straight up through the roof, and that's that's always the best way. That's for when it comes to condensation, freezing up, things like that. It just uh, seems like the better route to take. Uh, we've talked about this in years past. In fact, uh, Lindis Construction put one of those great uh, bathroom fans in our uh, master bath, mm-hmm. and you can't hear it. No. I mean, it's no. so quiet, but is is it as powerful? Uh, it's as powerful, if not more powerful, than most of the fans out there. Um, hmm. It is, you know, the rating in which those fans are. The Panasonic Whisper is always at the top end of it. And, you know, and they will get noisier over time if you don't clean them. Uh, if they get dusty and the fans get out of balance, I noticed that with mine. Uh, it got noisy, and I took it apart and cleaned it. Pretty easy to do. Um, I just had it with my backpack shop vac, and I had a, a brush mount on there where I can get in there and, and kind of get the dust agitated a little bit and get, get it all over there, and it's as quiet as it was the, the day I installed it. That's why I had to install the, the timer switches in my bathroom because it was getting left on all day, every day. And I think that's why I gathered so much dust so fast. Now that I have the timer switch on it, really haven't had that problem. But it really is that efficient. I mean, I can certainly tell. Now, the one I put in years ago in what I call my bathroom, uh, it sounds like an old 747. And uh, I think it does the trick. Well, I'll tell you why it did the trick. And I think I mentioned this before. Because when over the years when Lindis has come in to uh, correct the insulation, uh, they found that... Uh, 
that the fan, uh, rather the um, the vent, the venting was all messed up. And once that was hooked up correctly with the right uh, outside vent, it really takes the moisture out, uh, unlike uh, it never did before. So that's really important, isn't it, to get it vented properly? Yeah, you getting getting that's it's it's more than just getting the the stale air out of your bathroom. It's is keeping that humidity level down, especially as we get into wintertime here, Denny. You know, as it gets into that 0 to 10 degree mark, uh, they recommend that we have our humidity at in that 15 to 25% range. And I go into a lot of homes, and it's marketably more than that. Um, I'm looking at a text here, Denny, and I just love how literal people are at times. Okay, story and a half home can have a second level, not necessarily a second story, but the upstairs of a story and a half home is going to have what we call knee walls. And then the ceiling is typically going to be vaulted to a point. And that's what a lot of times uh, when people look at those ceilings in that area, they think it's problematic because it's at an angle. But it's really not. And I get it. There is no second story on a story and a half home, but there is a second level. Yeah, right. Thanks for the clarification there. Yes. Let's grab a... Love- we got to love people, huh? <laughs> we have <a> very sharp <laughs> listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, grab a phone call, Andy. Clarence, I think, is calling in from St. Paul. Clarence, you are on with Andy Lindis. Uh, can you describe the difference between open cell and closed cell foam, spray foam? Uh, I'm not as familiar with open cell as uh, the closed cell. I know there's some problems with the the open cell. Um, off the top of my head, I'm not as maybe familiar with that as I probably should be. I just know that we always use the closed cell spray foam. It gives us the desired R value and what we want to have happen in the house. Typically, we're going to put down one and a half to two and a half inches in your attic space, and then we're going to blow in cellulose over the top of that. Now, is that after everything is set to go and it cures or whatever, um, can can a worker walk on that foam, like in an attic space, for example? Yeah, you know, all depends on the thickness that you put down. But typically, it you know, it's not rated for load bearing. But I've seen mm. lots of uh, it's. I, I would still want to walk on the trusses just because if it moves a little bit and it cracks your ceiling, that's going to be a repair that's not fun to deal with. So mm. I still try to. When I'm up in that area, I try to walk on the trusses or the catwalk, if there is one, um, as much as I possibly can. Just, you know, repairing ceilings in houses is not a fun, especially if it's your own. You're doing that, that type of work, um, and if you're hiring it done, it's, it's not a cheap endeavor. Usually, to get a, a drywaller in and get uh, ceilings fixed, it's, it's going to be around $1,000 to get most of these guys to come out and even look at it nowadays. Oh, I bet that. I've heard that, yeah. I'll tell you what, Andy, we have to take a quick break here. Let's invite our listeners to join in on the home improvement conversation. If you want to call in your question to Andy or send a text, either one, same number, 651-989-9226. 16 after 9, we'll be back with Home Improvement Talk on News Talk 830 WCCO. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show here on WCCO. Denny Long here, Andy Lindis over there, answering your questions by phone and by text. Home improvement type of questions. Again, it's one uh, number, same, if you want to call in your question or send a text, 651-989-9226. Andy, let's go back to the phones. I think David has been waiting there in Minneapolis to ask you a question. David, you're on with Andy Lindis. 
Oh, hi, Annie. This is uh, David from Minneapolis. Hey, David. And um, I'm calling to ask you guys um, about the ceiling again. Sorry. <laughs> the uh, it's, it's falling from the living room, and when it falls, it uh, crumbles. Does that mean there's asbestos in the wall, in the ceiling, possibly, or anything like that? Um, not necessarily. Um, asbestos is usually going to be found in, well, it's found in a lot of products, but typically we find it mostly in insulation. So, um, the ceiling product itself more than likely doesn't have any asbestos in it, but it's pretty easy to get tested. And unfortunately, um, this is not an easy fix when you have a plaster ceiling that is coming down typically, Patchwork uh, is going to be a very temporary thing. More than likely, that ceiling either has to be redone or you can do a a smaller sheetrock over the top of it and then skim coat, or there, there are some options for refinishing that ceiling. Um, but I wouldn't worry about asbestos being in the ceiling, but if it's a worry, it's pretty easily tested. Um, Lindstrom Environmental is who we typically use. You can look them up online and get a sample of whatever material you want sent out, and they'll test it and let you know what's going on. Do you uh, in the in the Lindus crews ever run into? Uh, um, and what do you do about mold issues if you find uh, a customer's home and it has mold? What, what what's the process? Well, it depends on how extensive the mold is, but if it is really extensive, say it was a flood damage type house and they have it inside the walls, we're going to work with a couple of different companies to remove all of that mold. If it's just surface mold, typically we're going to attack that ourselves and figure out why that was caused there uh, and fix that as well. We got a text about a white oak, uh, I have to say I haven't heard of this, uh, an outdoor uh, decking. I have a white oak plank outdoor deck. Do you recommend sealing that white oak? Do you see much white oak on decking, Andy? No, no. no. But just with a, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming just with any type of wood, I would want to protect it. Um, otherwise, it's going to, the sun can get to it, the water can get to it, it can crack, it can dry out. Um, and I would still use an oil-based stain. Uh, the, the clear sealers are just not a, a fan of how they work or how long they work. I would, I would look for a clear oil-based stain. It's going to darken the wood some, but it, it, it's going to do a better job, I think, than any of the clear sealers out there. Do you or your crew see much of the, uh, uh, what, what do you call that wood, the, the Brazilian, that real hard stuff? Is that still being used much? You know, uh, when we first uh, really started getting into decking, you know, um, we heard about it a little bit more and we, we were pricing them out. But when, when you look at what the costs of those woods are and what some of the other costs are of some of the composites out there and just the regular standard wood, it really is hard for people to make that jump. And then you have to maintain it. I think uh, more and more people are choosing some of the composite materials over like ePay than than they were in the past you know it used to be that was the best deck and i don't think that's the case anymore as far as aesthetics as far as longevity as far as maintenance so i just think uh, the way the materials have gone the last few years 
and the sustainability of the materials that we're using nowadays too compared to some of those Brazilian hardwoods. It's just there's, there's a lot of pluses for not using it, and mm-hmm. I just don't see, and the cost is, it's still outrageous. And the, the, deck, the decking you have, and you've talked about it for years uh, at your house, uh, that can last a really a long time, can it not? That's yeah. Zero? Yeah, the, whether it's our AZEC material or Zer material, it should be the last deck you ever put in your house, for sure. Huh. That means a lot right there. Yeah. Replacement. Uh, Texter wants to know, Andy, uh, with your looking in your crystal ball, do you expect price of building material and lumber to go down anytime soon? <clears throat> lumber, maybe. You know, that kind of goes up and down over, over the years. But uh, typically, um, we're getting an increase every year the last 15 years. So if you have a home improvement project that you want to do now, and I get it, everyone's busy, and I know there's some sourcing of materials that have been an issue. And we haven't really experienced it at Linus Construction until recently. Um, hats off to my partners, especially GAF Roofing. Um, the, the, those folks in Minneapolis have just done a fantastic job of keeping our coffers full and letting us take care of as many customers as we possibly can. I'm talking to roofers around the country, Denny, and I was the only one not on allotment where you're, you're only getting this much shingles each week or you're no longer going to be able to get any of this color. Until recently, uh, and I'm only talking about four or five jobs that we'll be talking to customers about changing their colors or the, upgrading them to a designer shingle if they want to get installed yet this fall. And and I know a lot of contractors that were dealing with that and customers are dealing with that two months ago. So we got lucky, but and I know that's driving the price of some things up, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't anticipate it costing a lot less this time next year. More than likely we're going to get another round of price increases. People were really afraid. The manufacturers were afraid at the start of COVID and they put off a lot of their price increases that they're just starting to enact now. And I know they're planning twenty twenty one some price increases happening, whether that's in vinyl products, wood products, or any building material products. You're you're just not gonna save money waiting typically. Well, while we're on the topic of uh, of roofing, uh, and if uh, if somebody is listening and they say, you know, I want to call uh, Linda's Construction, we need a new roof, whether there be damage or just maybe it's just old. Uh, mm-hmm. What are the chances of getting it done this year yet, given the weather? Uh, all, all weather dependent. You know, we have that new HGZ shingle that we can install it down to 10 degrees. So um, if it's a wintertime installation, I believe that's a shingle we're going to be leaning on. Having said that, it's still not fun to install roofing that cold and it doesn't lay the right way and you have to wait until everything warms up. The nice part about that shingle is because of the the technology and the nailing uh, that that goes into that shingle, it really doesn't blow off. The the wind rating is, is, is so spectacular. It's not relying on the glue of the shingle to hold it onto the roof. Um, so, I don't, I don't like to install roofing in the wintertime. Typically, we only do it when you absolutely have to. And right now, if you're trying to get a hold of a contractor to get a roof yet this year, it's going to be, you're going to be really hard-pressed. Mm. And for, for me personally, it would have to be an emergency situation or a type of roof that we just can't let go till spring. If that's the case, then, yeah, we're going to do our best to make sure that we can get you installed. Sure. All right. I'll tell you what. Let's uh, take a break here. We have another half hour of the show to go. So if you did not get a chance to ask your question, the first one, you still have some time. But call it in or text it in. Same number, 
651 989 9226. Back with more home improvement talk here on News Talk A30 WCCO. And welcome back to our home improvement show. We are around, thanks to Linda's Construction, every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour answering those kind of questions. If you have any kind of a home improvement project in mind or maybe in the middle of one and want some assistance, give us a call or send a text. Same number, 651 989 9226. We'll grab a text or two, Andy, coming up in just a moment. I think Sandy, though, has been waiting there in Minnetonka to ask you a question. Thank you, Sandy. What's your question? Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a a spot in my sealer, ceiling in the corner of my, in a bedroom in the corner of the house there, in the north-southwest corner of the house. It's a spot on the ceiling, like wet, you know, not now, but... Uh, and I'm wondering if I re-roof, if that would take care of that spot. So I would have to investigate to find out why you have a moisture spot in the ceiling. Sometimes it can be condensation that's happening. And a lot of uh, I keep uh, reverting back to the polar vortex. Just because what happened during that time when it was that cold... The, the stack effect that was taking a place in a lot of these houses in the Twin Cities led to a lot of warm air going up into the attic, meaning cold services. Frost happened, and when that frost melted, a lot of ceilings got those wet spots or found or insulation got moldy. And I mean, there was a, a ton of issues because of, of, of that cold that, that we experienced a couple of years ago. So it might have not have anything to do with the roof at all. The roof might not be leaking at all. It might have something to do with how your roof vents, how the different mechanicals that you have running up through there. It can be a few different things. So we'd have to get up in your attic and figure out why you're getting moisture in that one area. Typically, when we can get up there and look around, we can find that. And that's, you know, I think one of the greatest services we have at Linus Instruction, Denny, is that free heat map analysis. Oh, yeah. Where we come in with our infrared, our, I mean, we have little video cameras we can put inside walls and actually look at the screen to see what's going on. We have digital microscopes. We have a tool that we figure out what species of wood or building material we're actually putting it on, and it reads the, the moisture content. Of, of that material. So we can really start to figure out what's going on with your house. And that's a free service. And we'll tell you what we would do if we're our home to fix your insulation and ventilation. But if there's nothing to be done there, we'll let you know that as well. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And this is a good time of year that the, the testing even has uh, maybe a quicker outcome or more accurate, uh, unlike, you know, hot weather. Uh, we're entering that uh, particular uh, time of year for that. All right. Yeah, it's it's easiest when it's not the same temperature outside as it is inside your home. That's right. Um, you're just going to be able to find the differences. And and don't wait till January to try to do your insulation. Um, typically, the people that wait till January don't get done till May. So if you're wanting to get it done and, and have a much warmer house this year, call now. Again, 651-989-9226, our text and phone number, the same one. A uh, texter wants to know, I wonder if this is uh, something for Jesse Treble. Can you recommend a good cement company? Our house is 20 years old. We have water getting into the first set of block next to the garage door. The water is rusting the garage door tracking. Do you think that'd be one for Jesse or, or Linda's? Um, you know, I, it sounds like he's more, they're talking more about flat work here. So like, uh, redoing the, 
the concrete pad outside their garage or oh, redoing yeah. the floor inside the garage. So I would contact Semstone and they'll put you in touch with some of the better concrete workers in your area. That's a good idea. That's a, a, a CCO land company, CEM. Well, it thinks cement and stone, Semstone, and uh, you can look them up. And uh, yeah, they, they have uh, all sorts of uh, uh, information. Pros go there and uh, you can too. Semstone. Mm-hmm. A, a texter wants to, they have a wooden chair rail, a wood chair rail that I want to paint, they say. Do I need to pre-treat the wood before painting? Love the show. Well, thank you for that. And I, I don't know about you, Andy. I would definitely pre- prepare that uh, wooden rail, chair rail. Yeah. You know, just like you would paint any surface, you're you're going to want to clean it and sand anything that's loose and make sure that that comes off and then prime it and then paint it. Yeah, some folks, uh, and I've, I think I've used it in, in years past, um, Use that liquid sander, mm-hmm. you know, use something that, uh, that gives a, a better grip. But, uh, yeah, that's very doable. That's something I might even be able to do, as a matter of fact. 651-989-9226. Uh, what about uh, the, uh, uh, in fact, I just saw another Linda's truck uh, down the block or two, uh, and I think somebody is getting more gutters. That. What about the temperature uh, extreme when the crews come out, can they can they do the gutter work pretty much any time? You know, really, the only thing that slows our gutter work down, Denny, is going to be the snow. If your roof is full of snow and you got ice uh, that that's coming down off your roof, or your gutters, your existing gutters are completely solid, full of ice, it makes it not only dangerous for the installers to try to remove those, but it's dangerous for the house. We can sometimes cause damage because things aren't coming off the way they should. And the last thing we want to do is create more of an issue when we're doing a job. So if we get a lot of snow, sometimes that'll shut our gutters guys down. But uh, last year, we were able to work pretty much throughout the entire winter. That's something. 651-989-9226 is our phone number. It's also our text number. If that uh, it's easier, you can send Andy your text via that same number, 651-989-9226. what what about uh, getting back to that that foam insulation? Uh, yeah. That is that. What about year round? Again, we're talking indoors, so I assume that makes a big difference. Is there yeah. a temperature bother there uh, when you're, you're doing somebody's attic? It's definitely something that we want to be aware of, but when we're inside an attic space, we can usually condition it to a point where no matter the temperature outside, we can typically install that inside a home. Uh, I do have a better answer on the difference between open cell and closed cell. Oh. No one really uses open cell very much anymore. It was Some companies would use it where they would try to inject it into walls, but there would be a lot of voids, and there's a lot of shrinking that would happen with that type of insulation. That's why most everyone is using a closed cell foam nowadays. All right. Very good. Let's go back to the phones, uh, Andy. I think John is calling in from St. Paul this morning. John, you're on with Andy. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, mm-hmm. I'm doing some work in my bathroom, and uh, I've got an existing floor, which is kind of cracked. And I'm wondering, I've seen this product that you can lay down on the existing tile. It's kind of a watery cement, and then you tile right over that. Have you had any experience with that? And if so, how well does that work? I uh, have not had any experience with that. Um, my worry would be what's underneath that tile. 
And when it comes to doing remodeling, my experience says, especially when you're talking about a product, a project that you want to last a very long time, tile's expensive. So if what, what, what you're putting that on underneath it is unstable at all and it starts to crack and the mortar goes or anything like that, it's, it's going to be something you have to pay for again. So for me, I'm going to remove everything, get down to the, the subfloor, get down to the bones of what's happening there and make sure everything is solid there and then build my way back up. And when you think about it, for it's, it's probably more elbow grease involved in removing a floor for sure, but the cost factor uh, of everything really isn't going to be dramatically different. Time-wise, yes, maybe, but Dollar-wise, I don't think so. I think you're going to be better off trying to remove the old tile and, and, and put on new stuff. Mm-hmm. Labor of love, for sure. Is there, Texter wants to know, a special, and we get this from time to time, a special heat tape for leaf guard gutters, and is there a certain way to install it? There's really no special uh, brand of heat tape that you could use, but I what I found the best way to install heat tape on leaf guard is there's a flashing on the back lip of the gutter, and this is going to be the, the lip that's closest to your roof. And there's little white screws or whatever color your gutters are, screws that hold that little piece of flashing on. Easily backed out, you put in, put in the heat tape along that flashing, put the screws back in, make sure you don't screw through the heat tape, and then you get down to the end of the gutter, run it one strand through the gutter, and then out the downspout. So you have it along the top of the hood, in the gutter, and then out the downspout. And like it's, I have a 22-foot section on the front of my house, really poorly insulated area. Has when, when it snows, it almost never even accumulates there. It just immediately goes to ice. I, I put that heat tape up there, and I haven't had icicles on that part of my gutters and since, I've, since I've installed it. So, and that's exactly how I did it. Now, in a couple of years, when I ripped that roof off, I'm going to insulate it better and not going to have to worry about plugging heat tape in. Uh, Texter had a follow-up uh, because they, they want to, uh, we're asking about the heat tape, because they get ice dams. You want to address yeah. that issue with this listener? Yeah, and, and if, it's a, if it's a similar situation like I have where you just can't get enough insulation in there without tearing the roof off and, and redoing it, um, heat tape can, can be a good option, but it, it's a temporary fix at best, something that I'm anticipating within a couple more years. I will have to redo that heat tape if I don't redo my roof by then. Now, if you have ice dams and you, have a, and you haven't had your attic inspected in a while, I would highly recommend one of those heat map analysis. Have us come out, take a look at it. Maybe we can find out why the ice dam is happening. There's a lot of occasions where we can do things in your attic and in your home to really not only make it more comfortable, but make it where you don't have to worry about ice dams or causing more damage. Sometimes these ice dams can cause hundreds of dollars of damage, maybe even thousands, Danny. Oh, yeah. Now, how can, as folks are hearing you talking about this test, how do they get in touch with Lindis, and and what do they ask for when they call Monday? Just uh, ask that you want your insulation expected. Uh, What we call it is the heat map analysis, and you can call us at Lindis Construction or look us up on the web at lindisconstruction.com or give us a call at 1-800-LEAFGUARD. You can also find us on almost every social media that there is. Absolutely. But the easiest number we've uh, said for years is 1-800-LEAFGUARD. All right, Andy, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, We have a few more minutes. If you uh, have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, don't wait. Call it in or text it in. It's the same number, 651-989-9226. 
And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to Linda's Construction. I don't think I've spelled it yet, L-I-N-D-U-S. Yeah, check it out on the web, lindasconstruction.com, or call them at one 800 Leafguard. Andy Lind is helping you out, as usual, this morning. If you want to call in your uh, question or send a text, it's the same number, 651-989-9226. I think I know what you're going to say with this uh, question, uh, Andy. Do you install tile over fairly new tile in a small bathroom? I changed my mind and would like something else. Hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. I know people do, but I, I just wouldn't. And for, for what it takes to, to rip the tile out, I just think you're, you're off to a better install. Now, your, your trim, everything is just... Denny, my, my first job... Um, my first real job at Lindus Instruction was on a crew that we labeled the Lindus Destruction Crew. And what I absolutely despised was three layers of shingles, five layers of flooring, four layers of siding, whatever the case may be. You know, you think you get through a layer and you're going to, you know, you're getting down to the, to the meat of it and there's a whole nother layer of cedar shakes or the a third coating of linoleum. And it just made made the job tougher and tougher. So I I've, I've vowed, since I, I spent my summers as a Ute uh, doing that, that I would never overlay if I could help it. Yeah, it, it, it's plus it's not. I mean, I'm picturing tile over tile. It, it's not very stable, first of all, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, not only you're getting a better install, you're 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 making a better for the next person that has to remodel that place as well. So you're getting the best of both worlds. It's you're you're going to get a better install. You're going to get an install that more than likely is going to last longer than an overlay, and. If anybody else has to remodel the house, you're making that job better for them. And for me, sure. you know, when I'm, I'm, I'm third generation, my children are fourth generation in this house, uh, that's, that's something I think about. Um, I, I don't want uh, something I do to be a future headache for one of my kids or grandkids, you know what I mean? Yeah, looking ahead. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the phones, Andy. Uh, Alice, I think, is calling in from Egan this morning. Alice, good morning. You are on with Andy. Good morning. Question for you, Andy. Um, we are currently in need of new gutters, but within a year or two at the most, we're going to need a new roof. Is it best to wait and do the two things together? Um, when you're talking about a timeline like that, I might, yes and no. Um, I might look at what it costs to do the roof now. If you're talking about having to do the roof next year, I'd maybe start meeting with contractors now and get gutter prices or package prices on what it costs to do them both together. And then talk to your contractor about what uh, the, the stage could be. You know, there's, there's a lot of times that we install gutters before the roofing, and there's things that we can do to protect the gutters or we'll remove them and then reinstall the gutters uh, down the road. We do that on a regular basis, Denny. It's, it's yeah. just something that uh, when you're in the roofing business, you're going to have to learn to deal with a lot of guttering. Sure. Texter says this, is there a good product to wrap around cold water pipes to keep the condensation from dripping. They want to sheetrock the ceiling in the basement and don't want uh, pipes dripping on it. Well, I mean, I haven't seen it for a long time, but they used to make those foam um, lengths of foam with the split 
in it, right? You've seen yep. them. Yep, I would uh, definitely get the one with the foam, not the, you know, they make the pipe wrap that has, like, the fiberglass insulation. Um, right. You know, if you have a pipe that tends to condensate, that's not going to be the best option for you. Get 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 the, the pipe wrap that actually has the foam. And, and if you just look online or you go to any box store or even uh, some of your Ace Hardwares might have this. That you can walk in there and tell them what you're looking for, and they should find it. Not only there's they sell it in rolls too, where I think you just wrap the pipe with it, and then they sell it in big strips where it's got the foam, where it's got the slice down the middle. You're putting the foam on and then wrapping it after that. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm sure that's all readily available yet. Uh, let's see. Another question. Do you, meaning Linda's, uh, do countertop installation? We do. We do complete uh, kitchen remodels. So we have a, a variety of different countertops that we work with, and we will gladly come out and take a look at it and go from samples. And, and if you want to get a designer involved, we have some interior designers that, that we work with on a regular basis as well that can come in and help you pick and choose color patterns and, and just make sure that, that you're doing what you want to get done. Now, what would you say uh, is... is are people asking for as far as countertops? I mean, it used to be uh, uh, granite for a while. And how about quartz? That's that's pretty popular, the quartz product, right? Yeah, we do way more of the quartz-type products in Cambria um, than granite nowadays. Now, having said that, uh, sometimes people source their, their granite and, and they want granite or they're just stuck on granite and that's what they want to do. You know, um, I don't know if it was when Steve was on the show or not, but I, I was in this house, Denny. I, I got to go to this dinner, and I'm looking at this island. This island was 12 feet long. Hmm. And I'm looking at it, and I'm looking for the seam because I have a, a long island, too, quartz, and there's a seam in it. And I, I just I hate seaming countertops. And so I always look at them to see how they did the seam and how well it's hidden and I can't find a seam, so finally I asked uh, the, the, the lady that owns the house, um, is this all one piece? And they told me that it was and what it cost and where they sourced it. It was one chunk of marble that was 12 <laughs> foot by 12 foot and was $70,000-ish, somewhere in there, oh. um, to source. Now, I've never had that that budget, nor will I ever have that type of budget on a countertop, but I'm telling you, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a kitchen. I mean, it's just, it was so unique. So having said that, there's there, there's a place for all types of stone, and there's there's lots of different options for for your kitchen. We, we just typically use quartz a lot more, but that, that I, I hope to have a customer someday that wants to do that, because I think that would be so much fun, but... Finding a customer to spend uh, seventy-five thousand dollars on one chunk of yeah. marble is uh, is a little harder than you think, Denny. Wow, and I'm sure it weighed a ton or two. Yeah, wow. just just imagine. Just I would, I would be have so much anxiety moving that piece. Imagine you you're moving that piece into the house and you drop it and crack it. Oh, oh, 
no. talk about our nightmares. So yeah, maybe I don't want a customer that wants no, that. No, you don't. That, you this don't. could be this could be a uh, a recipe for disaster for sure. But yeah, be uh, careful what you wish. <laughs> but I just love working with unique stuff like that. That's the cool part about all types of remodeling. You know, there's there's so many different types of materials out there that we can source locally to use and 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 around the world where they found this marble. And, and had it shipped in that it just it can be unique to you and can really be a statement of your home. We have less than two minutes, probably a minute and a half to go, Andy. How about a quick text? Uh, it says, we want to finish our basement. We bought the house built in 1947 last year. The inspector said there may be asbestos in the tile currently on part of the floor. And if it's not disturbed, it would be fine. Can we put a new floor over it? Is it okay to knock down the wall without danger? To the floor. Well, there's a couple of questions there. Um, and again, we've got about a minute to go here. As long as you're not disturbing the tile, um, typically you're going to be okay. Um, you're going to have to have it completely encapsulated. You're going to have to disclose that down the road, though, so it might be better to remove that and take a look at what it costs to remove that. Okay, let's see. Do we have, well, it's all, we're almost out of time here. Uh, let's do this. Let's let's give the information for Linda's construction. And uh, what about that uh, that heat test? Tell tell folks about that quickly. Free heat map analysis. Look us up on the web at lindasconstruction.com. Call us at one eight hundred LeafGuard. Of course, you can look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those things. And uh, the latest episode of our Hey Let's Build It podcast with Corey Heppela on how to improve your curb appeal just launched, so you can check that out there as well. I was just going to mention that that uh, with you and Corey. That's fun to hear, fun to hear. All right, I'll tell you what. We'll uh, try this again next week if you're willing, Andy. Sounds great, Denny. Thank you, sir. All right, have, have a good week. Thanks for the help. Andy Lindis, Lindis Construction. Again, uh, lindisconstruction.com, or call that ever-famous number, easy to remember, 1-800-LEAFGUARD.